Cheech, top of the circle, Horton, the drive, score! Deadline NHL trade deadline version and uh, Bruins fans. Well, I I think you got your wish. The Bruins made some moves and it you know it wasn't just for Marcus Johansson. Uh, they went out. They made a big trade late last night. If you're just waking up, well, get a job. You shouldn't be sleeping this late. But if you are sleeping this late, that means you're up last night paying attention to all the fun uh, festivities going on with the acquisition of Taylor Hall as well as Curtis Lazar and Mike Riley. So. We're going to have to break it all down for you. So we're going to bring in my co-host, who we're going to get on in just a minute for for easily, easily the worst, worst prayer circle ever in the history of Twitter. But we're also going to bring in someone who's going to carry the load uh, for my co-host because he's still uh, in his feels about keeping David Krejci. But we also have Mike Craddy on today. So, fellas, how are we doing today? Are you excited about the moves? Are you satisfied? Do you think this makes the Bruins better? Go ahead, Mike. All right, I'll go first. <laughs> well, first you, all, normally happy. that's that's reserved for the co-host, but clearly Chris is um, <laughs> he's trying to avoid the lashing uh, that he's about to get here because um, I I'm consider him 100% responsible for the Bruins losing 8-1 to one against the Capitals. But go ahead, oh, Mike. Man. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, with the big one, Taylor Hall, it was a long time coming. Um, there's even old footage of him talking about how he was hoping Boston would win the lottery in 2010 and take mm-hmm. him first overall, so this is a long time coming. Loves the city, happy to be here. You know, he, He's admitted that he's not the most confident player in the world right now, but I like the honesty from him. I mean, it would be weird if he came and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to score a bunch of goals and dominate. Uh, I really like the honesty. I like the player a lot. I like the play, the play driving, the playmaking. The upside, of course, you know, this is the best situation he's ever had. And for that reason, amongst so many others, it's just, it's very hard to not get excited about it. Almost impossible. And Curtis Lazar is a nice pickup too. Former first rounder, fun fact, in 2013. And he's just a high octane, good energy type of guy in the bottom six. And very pleased with that one. Like, you just you you get Taylor Hall, which is nice. Then you just get an additional piece that can help you and add depth, and that works for me. It sucks that my guy Anders Bjork had to uh, be the guy going the other way, but you got to give to get Bjork gets you Taylor Hall. You got to do it, and uh, the Bjork wagon will live on past his time in Boston for sure for me. Now here's the question: Is it going to be more memorable than the Heinen wagon? No, not, not possible. <laughs> oh, now you want to talk. Not, okay. Not, not possible. <laughs> not even close to being possible. My question to you two are, have you guys got shorts on yet? 
Because uh, after last night when that trade went down, I thought I had to order some ice for the two of you. My God, you two were gushing. Jesus. Oh, yeah. I, I live in Florida. I've, I've had shorts on yeah, for almost Florida six years now. excuse for this one. Well, you know what? And uh, the, the noise you hear behind me is my, my cat going crazy. It's, it's always something in this room. Um, no, look, hey, I, I was excited. I, uh, Chris, you and I spoke. Um, we didn't. Hold on a second. Hey, stop it. Cat dominating uh, podcast before. <laughs> yeah. Ann's got no control of his own house. It's right no, no, I don't. I, I told you, I don't I don't rule this roost, man. I'm just hey, a passenger. Just I'm just hanging out here. Uh, Chris. a minion like me, right? Yeah, now, exactly. now Butch is going to show up and start barking. <laughs> 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 no, it's going to it's, it's it's happen. It's going to happen. No, um. <laughs> Look, Chris and, Chris and I Chris and I spoke about this. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> Stuff out. I think she stopped now. So, all right. Uh, bu- 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 yeah, so anyways, Chris and I spoke about this before, and I, I didn't think, first of all, I didn't think the Bruins should have gone all in because I felt like it was going to cost too much. And, uh, you know, Taylor Hall, I, I, although his market, his value was down, obviously, considerably, um, I, I still thought the Bruins would have had to give up a little bit too much to make a move like this. Uh, I was wrong. I, I was wrong. Uh, hats off to Don Sweeney. I don't know. I, I don't know how they got. I mean, I kind of know because, again, Taylor, Taylor Hall had a no move clause. So he had a lot of control as to where he wanted to go. As Mike said already, he had... Um, he really wanted to go to Boston a, a, a number of different times, so it was really up to him. So Buffalo really didn't have a choice. They were going to lose him for nothing anyways. They got something out of it. This is the benefit to the Bruins because obviously it gives them a chance to really not give up much. And sorry, Mike, I, it's Anders Bjork. He hasn't dressed for five straight games, you know, and hasn't, you know, I'm going to say two goals. <laughs> and look, no, I'm not. Hey, hey, I'm going to get to you in a second, Blackie. You, you settle down there, buddy. Um, I've been waiting for you, Glendo. No, <laughs> don't worry. Uh, just wait until we uh, we have our conspiracy corner here in a minute. I don't we know let... what you're talking about. I deny everything. Yeah, well, I got proof. I got audio. So you can either man up and suck it up and say it live and just accept your feelings and let everyone know how you actually feel about a certain uh, topic. Or you can deny it, and I'll just call you out on it later next week when I play the clip. So, um, <laughs> play the clip right now. Play it. We're we're recording. I, I can't pull the clip in the middle of an episode. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you understand how audio recording yeah, works? Yeah, yeah. You know. No, I come on here and talk. You're the record guy. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Listen, Chris. I'm a, I'm the sizzle. You're the pan. You feel me? <laughs> oh, look out! Oh man. You know, <laughs> we, we were going to come on today and have a happy recap of what the Bruins did. I think we all, the three of us agree, we're, we're pretty happy with the moves. It doesn't guarantee squat um, because uh, we're, we're not talking about MVP Taylor Hall. We're talking about, well, he's scored as many goals as Anders Bjork, Taylor Hall, this season. And, uh, you know, he scored, I think, 18 goals over his last 100-some-odd games. So so this is a guy that, that has not played up to his peak abilities in quite some time. Um, although I think we can all confidently say this is probably the best team he's been on his entire career. So given that circumstance, I think you can get more than two goals at a Taylor Hall. How many more? I don't know. 
but I, I like the risk that the Bruins took because at the end of the day, there's really not a lot of risk involved at all. Um, so regardless of how this eventually works out, uh, you know, I don't think the Bruins can come out on the uh, bad end of this. No, you're, you're definitely a better team today in Taylor Hall. That's, that's some legitimacy to that top six. What I'm going to be curious on is how is that bottom six going to look? Who's going to be there more so than the top six? That's where I'm at right now anyways. I mean, like I said, I, I still want Pasta, Krejci, and Hall to start out. I don't want Smith out that top line yet. He's found his game, so don't play with it. Just leave it alone for now. You know, yeah, the want... interesting, okay. interesting thing about Smith is that they put him on the third line last night. Uh, who knows? That'll be like a per- semi-permanent thing. But, yeah, they have a lot of options now with Hall and Lazar mainly just on the fourth line, so mm-hmm. it's not as extensive. But, I mean, you could put Hall on the top line right wing if you wanted to, if you wanted to get crazy, or the second line right wing. Not sure what their willingness is to do that as primarily a left wing. But I think putting a dynamic player like Hall on the right wing makes more sense than a guy like Nick Ritchie. I think he could just adapt to it more and it could honestly be fine for him. But uh, yeah, right now I like the idea, although I don't see it as the most realistic to start of Richie Krejci and Hall with Hall being on the right on the second line. But with so many options, there's really not a bad look they could go with unless they just go with something completely off the board, which just won't happen. Yeah. And, and, and that's really what this is about. It's about giving the Bruins options. They didn't really have any options. I mean, we every time we got on here, it's like, okay, well, whose turn is it to move up and uh, play, you know, at a level that they probably shouldn't in terms of line usage and and you know this that and the other. And you're just recycling through the same players over and over again. So, you know, obviously, if you just got Hall, it's a good move. But you add in Lazar, and yeah, it's he's a fourth line center guy. But you know that. You need that depth. I mean, Chris Wagner hasn't really fit that bill. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, these are the type of moves you need to add to help, you know, maybe solidify what we're seeing in the middle six and uh, hopefully maybe get some consistent scoring. And, and look, I mean, is there a guarantee that Taylor Hall works out? Absolutely not. But I'm willing to take that risk, especially what the Bruins paid. Um, but I, I will say this, and it's going to upset maybe a ruffle a few feathers out there. It doesn't matter what happens with this team if you don't have a healthy Tuka Rask. If you don't have a healthy Tuka Rask, this team will not compete in the playoffs. I I mean, I I felt this way, and I I think there's receipts. I felt this way before 8-1. I feel it after 8-1, and, you know, I'll continue to feel it because as much as people want to run Tuka Rask out of town after a couple really good games from Jeremy Swayman— Tuka Rask is one of, if not the best, not the best goalie, but one of the best goalies in the league right now. And he's had one of the more impressive playoff resumes, yes, folks, playoff resumes of any goalie in the league currently. So if you're looking to win a Stanley Cup, you want that guy between the pipes for you. You don't want Halak, you don't want Swayman, you don't want Vladar, you don't want Jim Carrey, even though I don't think he's played in a while. Uh, You know, you just, you want Tuka Rask. You need Tuka Rask. Okay, you need Duke Rask more than any player out there, including David Krejci, Chris. I know you're thinking it. You need him more than any one of those players. So, um, uh, you know what? What? As much as this absolutely pains me. Oh, you're going to agree. Hold on, hold on. I, I Let me turn your mic up. Go ahead. No comment. Move along. 
No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No comment. Move along. Go ahead. No, but, I just, um, I, I just making sure it was clear. What were you going to say? You. I was going to say that you were semi right, but Krejci is a god. Period. That's that. I. I. Yeah. Well, I'm I not didn't... giving the satisfaction. <laughs> I should have kept my mouth shut and just let you uh, keep talking. Right. Right. Don't worry, I'll do that later, and you'll you'll put a, a foot or two in your mouth. Um, That's probably a possible good possible. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good chance, folks. Good chance. Uh, yeah. So I, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, this is a this, this is a move that could really pay off because you know Chris and I have talked about this team has struggled immensely. Now, you know, there's irony in the Bruins trying to solve their scoring woes. By going out and getting a guy who's only scored two goals this season, <laughs> um, I mean, there, there's some comedy in that, and and I know you can find a Peter Shirelli joke somewhere. There, it's there. Trust me, I know. I, I've been searching. I've been searching for the perfect one. Um, but I, I just, I can't help. I, I don't, I don't see how you can get another player with this type of ceiling. And maybe this is the Cam Newton effect. You know, coming into the, the 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 hockey world here, where everyone thinks, "Hey, Cam Newton used to be an MVP." Okay, Taylor Hall used to be an MVP not too long ago. Now, can he get to that level again? I'm not. I I don't know. I mean, I hope so, man. If he gets to that level, then there you go. You know, maybe maybe you have a lot better team than you uh, than you imagine. He's going to have a lot of chance against Buffalo to prove it too. Uh, but I I just I, I feel like you know. The ceiling is is pretty high for him, and if if the Bruins do the right, you know, if things go well, you know, you could see this this guy isn't going to be a rental. I don't think. I mean, his desire to be in Boston, if he plays well, I think the Bruins are very eager to uh, explore a, a pretty early extension with him. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I I love the deal. Uh, you know, I don't I don't I'm not going to guarantee that it's going to you know bring them to the Stanley Cup final. Um, but they're better today than they were yesterday, by by far. Yep, for sure. And the interesting thing about Hall that's coming out um, with Sweeney's presser right now is that Sweeney says Hall will be with either Krejci or Coyle, which is, of all this shuffling they could do, all these different possibilities, him on the Coyle line isn't the most universal one. I wouldn't be a tremendous fan of that. I think it could help Coyle, but I just don't think that's the right way to go. And likening it to Krejci, I mean, there's also the possibility that we haven't quite touched on yet of Hall, Krejci, and Pasternak, which is just has just absurd potential. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but it's inter- it's going to be interesting with Rask's health. You know, whenever he comes back, if this team can just roll with Rask in the lineup or not, and if Rask can stay healthy because back injuries and this point in his career and at his age are not ideal. They're not ideal to begin with, but especially for an older guy. So yeah, this, the, you're right about the ceiling though. The ceiling is just so high for Taylor Hall. If he can gel here, it's the best situation he's ever had in his career. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just, it's really hard not to be excited and we'll see what they go with tomorrow night. Yeah. Cause that's, that's the first step. Yeah, because by all accounts, these guys are going to be in the lineup. I I think they all just jumped. <laughs> you know, may, maybe uh, <clears throat> maybe Riley came down from Ottawa, picked those two up, and they just booked it down south to get here or east, wherever perspective. Wh- whatever, you know what I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to picture the geography in my head or the map in my head, how exactly it is. Southeast, I would imagine. Uh, they hopped in a car and, and booked it to Boston. So they, they should be there tonight. Um, I saw uh, 
<laughs> I saw Taylor Hall chose um, the the OG Mark Savard number, not 91, but 71. And the dreaded number six was chosen by, was it Lazar or, or Riley? Who, Riley, Riley took six. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I thought it was uh, six for Riley and then 20 for Lazar. Um, <laughs> we all know the, uh, the, the, the curse of number six, so hopefully that does not befall yep. uh, Mike Riley. But uh, no, look, uh, ceiling's there, the opportunity's there. For Taylor Hall, he's got to know that this is, in a way, I'm not going to say his last shot, but you know, if he really wants a big payday, this is it, man. I mean, he's he's bounced around from team to team the last couple of years. Um, he his his reputation has is less about being the first overall pick and more about a guy that just has not had it the last few years. Um, like I said, I mean, and you said Mike too. This is the best team he's been on, teammate wise. I mean, playing thinking about him playing with Krejci, I think is is. You know, just thinking about what Krejci can do, and, and settle down, Chris. And I, I know you're getting excited over that, but thinking about what Krejci can do, and then putting a guy like, you know, Taylor Hall, the talent on one of his wings, is is pretty enticing. Uh, and and to do that without weakening the top line, you know, we could always see them. Uh, oh, we'll throw David Pasternak. Down. Well, then it weakens your top line. Obviously, um, you can do this now without having to do that. And you know, again, if you want to throw him a Charlie Coyle, well, like Mike said, it's not the most ideal thing, but it's gonna, they're going to make each other better in an ideal situation. So, <clears throat> excuse me, losing my voice. I've been talking a lot here lately, guys. So, uh, what outside? Now, Chris, I, I mentioned it earlier as we opened, and, and I'm sorry, it's it's time, buddy. Um, the reason why the Bruins lost eight to one, it wasn't that they had an AHL defense lineup. It wasn't that they just played poorly because you tweeted perhaps no 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 not perhaps the worst prayer circle tweet ever i mean i don't know what you are thinking i hope you were on drugs i hope that's the explanation because at least i can accept that i'm like okay all right clearly chris was on some sort of psychedelics when he tried to tweet this thing and that's the only way it actually looked good so so hopefully chris you don't have to answer this. Hopefully you were on drugs. <laughs> no, seriously, uh, that was awful. That was awful. I blame you. I blame you for why the Bruins lost 8-1. to one. And, you know, not that it's that disappointing now because, again, the Bruins did make some moves. That's the reason why you're not looking at Ayafolo right now in a Bruins uniform, Chris, and I can guarantee you that. Yeah. Can you see what I'm doing right now behind the screen? I can't, but I have a feeling that okay. it involves a finger, and yes. well, well, pretty much finger. So, <laughs> well, yeah the uh, the prayer circle was not um, my finest hour, so to speak. I messed it up terribly, but as far as all the follow goes, I totally needed it. I mean, Mike and the test, I was just, you know, I was basically a nauseam just praying for it. And then, um, you know, Steve Thompson had to start getting I follow fever and just fell apart. So it's all Steve's fault. I blame him totally. Yeah. Okay. And while I'm on the subject of frustrating little situations, I do not want Taylor Hall with Charlie Coyle, period. End of sentence. He belongs with Krejci. Yep. Period. I, yep. Okay, I we can sit here and talk about Coyle. Cole's a nice little player, but he's been invisible 
for 90% of the season. I was at the game two weeks ago, Saturday. The only time I knew that Charlie Coyle was actually in the freaking game itself is when Jack Edwards had an interview with him from the goddamn sidelines. Other than that, he was a ghost. I didn't know he was even on the ice. Yeah. So uh, to, put, to get Hall, you're thinking that's the winger that Krejci needs, and then you want to sit there and like, p- potentially put him with Coyle. Get out of here with that crap. You brought Holland for, for Krejci or the top line, not a third-line banger. That's not who he is. Yeah, it's 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 just got to be Krejci. And with Sweeney also saying in his presser that DeBrusque will probably be the left wing and moves to the right side, uh, that opens up most likely a situation for Richie to go down to the third line and play with Coyle and DeBrusque, which I'd be cool with. I mean, it's not the most two ideal super – speed guys next to Jake DeBrusque, but it's two guys that can create space for him, perhaps. We know what Charlie Coyle can do when he, he's on his game. He's been struggling. He's big, big body, good puck protector, puck mover, um, pretty strong player. And Richie has been awesome this year, and he can create havoc in front of the net. He hits, and he can, you know, do some damage. So I have to imagine we're getting Richie Coyle and DeBrusque mm-hmm. to start. Uh, Curtis Lazar will not play tomorrow night with a lower body injury. Um, he's had some injury stuff lingering lately, so hopefully it's not too major. But we knew there was the opportunity that he might not play right away. But, yeah, that says to me that it's going to be Richie Coyle, DeBrusque most likely, and then Smith on the top line and Paul Krejci Pasternak or Pasternak on the top line and Smith with Hall and Krejci, which I'm cool with. Well, the other thing I want to touch on before I forget, now that Krejci actually has two legitimate wingers in Foster and Hall, it's time. you get you got your wingers. Now you have to show that you're worth the money that's coming your way, one way or another, whether it's in Boston or elsewhere. Don, do not do this to me. Are, are, you, are you calling out David Krejci? Um, um not totally, but let's. Be I, real. I think We've I think I think you are, Mike. Problem. What's your vote on this? I I think he just called out David Krejci. That sounded like a call out. Sorta. I mean, I don't say I wouldn't say it's a full call, but I'm gonna I'm gonna call to a quote that I hear from Slacky all the time. He's uh-huh. real. He's real. That's it. Like, look, we've all been saying for a long time, Krejci needs a winger. He needs a winger. Now he's got one. Mm-hmm. It's time. Show sure. us. Show us that you really want to be here. I know you say you want to be here. I'm hoping that you're here, but you're basically at this point playing for your next contract. And for you get sure. Hall in and Hall sets playing good. Let's say you move him outside of that crazy line. Say he goes with the coil or even that top line and he starts performing. What the hell does that say about our second line centerman? Says you might need to get some more what it is. new new pajamas, maybe in the near future. No, I'm I, I'm kidding. No, look, I, I I think this is this is exactly what Krejci needs. You know, we we know as much as I give Chris, uh, you know, it's more about giving him you know crap for it. But uh, you know, we all know how good David Krejci is. We know how important he is to the success of this team in the playoffs. And you know, th- this team is has been so bad at five on five scoring it really isn't going to take much for them to improve significantly. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how bad they've been five on five and, and they've somehow managed to keep their head relatively above water. So you go out there and all of a sudden you get a little bit more balance from the second and third line. 
you can live with, you know, not many goals out of the fourth line. You know, maybe they come in and play, you know, play, you know, little scrapper here and there. But, you know, if you have Nick Ritchie down there, hey, who knows? Or if he's on the third line, who knows? Maybe you get a couple extra goals here and there. He's been he's been known to do that. Uh, but all you need is just a little bit of balance. You know, a little bit of spreading the wealth among those couple lines. And I think having a guy like Taylor Hall gives you a really easy path to get there. And then all of a sudden you're talking about, well, this team's biggest weakness was was scoring consistently. Well, if they do that, well, they they somehow managed to stay in the fight, having had that as a one arm tied behind your back situation for them the entire season. So what happens when you release that arm? You know, I'm kind of going a little Captain Marvel here. What happens when you take that arm that's been tied behind? See how I tie these things in like that? Tied behind your back this whole time, and all of a sudden you can score consistently. This team has the potential. I'm not saying it's going to happen. There's a lot of ifs and, you know, ifs and maybes in there, but the potential is there. And, you know, all of a sudden I'm a little bit more op- optimistic today than I was, you know, Thursday when we when we last recorded. Right. Well, ha- look at it this way. The Bruins healthy top to bottom, bottom okay? Rask is back. Greg Grizz back. You get everyone, Riley. Paul's doing what you think he's capable of doing. Is this a cup contender now? Well, sure, but, you know, I, I don't think they're a <clears throat> slam dunk because, I, I, you know, look, I still think you're, with or without the McAvoy injury, I still think you're missing a little bit on your back end, you know, in mm-hmm. which that's been a strength of yours in the past where I don't think it's necessarily going to be in the playoffs. Um, but this definitely this definitely puts them in the mix. Um, if they if they went on a cup run, it wouldn't surprise me. If they went on a cup run prior to this trade deadline, yeah, that would have surprised me. Uh, but uh, they're built to win. They ha- it hasn't been that long since they were there. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's not going to take long for them to get back into this mix. They're not that far out now. Um, I just didn't believe that there was going to be a, a, a move or two for them to do that, and it seems like they have. Agreed. Yeah, it's... I'm not ready to call them like a, a surefire bet oh, for the yeah. cup. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to sound obvious, but they're a lot better. They're a lot more well-equipped. A lot of it will come down to how Hall can turn things around here. But yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. And an underrated thing about Mike Riley, we know what Taylor Hall can do. Mm-hmm. He struggled to score in past years, but he has that scoring potential. He has the playmaking, the hockey IQ. All that stuff that you know has made his career pretty great so far outside of the past few years. But you had him, you had Mike Riley, who is actually really good at creating high danger scoring chances in an environment like Ottawa. Primary assist machine, mm-hmm. high danger scoring chance machine. That's an underrated component about Mike Riley, too. And with him and Hall combined, Riley hopefully playing with Carlo when Brandon Carlo is back. Um it's exciting because that's an area of, of improvement the Bruins need is in high danger scoring chances. They're not in the top echelon of teams in that regard. Yeah, and, and look, I mean, I think I'll have to double check, but uh, Riley would be second on this team in assists behind McAvoy, correct? Or uh, among defensemen, correct? I believe so, yeah. Because I think he has like 19 assists. So, you know, you're, you're adding some playmaking ability. Now, if people go in thinking, oh, this is a top – six defensemen or top four defensemen no i mean it's not but you're adding some depth to a team that desperately needs it especially on the back end so 
Um, you got to love that move for them, and and certainly it gets overshadowed. <clears throat> excuse me by the Taylor Hall move, as does the Curtis Lazar depth move. But um, really, it, it is all about Taylor Hall because you know this is the type of move that that had to it had it had to be made because if it doesn't, well, you know the Bruins, like we said before, aren't going to go anywhere as they're presently constituted, um, and it wasn't a move that you know, was, was more closer to, uh, uh, I don't know, staying the same as it would be improvement. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there are moves out there to be made. Uh, maybe they do go out and get Kyle Palmieri, but it costs you a lot more. Uh, maybe you do go out and get, you know, Iafolo, but it costs you a lot more. And, and then, of course, you know, the reason for that is because of the terrible prayer circle, but I've already mentioned that. I'm not going to do it any more than three times the rest of this episode. So, um the combination of the price you paid, the potential, and, you know, just how the Bruins team is still constructed. It, it was a move that was for the future, for the present, but isn't going to hurt you, really, at all. Because at the end of the day, you give up a second-round pick. <laughs> I mean, last thing we need is another draft pick for people to complain about when it comes to Don Sweeney. Uh, if that's who's really making these picks. Or, or, or Chris, is it is it... Parody Don, what, what's what's your what's your wacky conspiracy theory? Are you, are you ready to admit to this? Because again, I mean, I I'll go back and I'll play the audio to the crowd. I'll, I'll create a video, everything. But you can just get it over with now and just let everyone know your your wacky theories. Don Swinney forever. <laughs> yeah, that's not no, that's not what you're saying. It's okay. It, I'm just having I'm just getting a lot of audio of you contradicting yourself. That's all. That's all. Well. Listen, you got to do something to try to uh, catch up on my brilliant takes here. So, (laughs) you know, know. you're lagging behind a lot with a lot of your stuff and you get like one over me. It's like, I finally did it, everyone. I got one over Chris. Miracles exist. I know your game, Glendo. Yeah, me too. You you talk nonsense to deflect. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. I get it. I'll I'll get you. I told you. (laughs) Yay. Go work on your prayer circles. Real? Yeah. That ain't happen ever again. Yeah. <laughs> ever you, again. But you have a prayer circle for your prayer circles. Maybe that will work. <laughs> right, um, right. It was like a little frying pan. Hey, look, I told you, it's just a little bit strange that, uh, you know, the real Don Sweeney guy on Twitter says, oh, yeah, trades coming either shortly before the game or just after. And this is exactly what happened. Makes oh, go, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I got the appropriate well, music playing. What else does want to say? I said everything. Oh, I thought you were going to gear up and go on your, your psychotic uh, soapbox rant that you did right before we went on the air. Um, again, I have it recorded, but, you know, not on this actual episode. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll sneak that in. Maybe it'll be a uh, – that, that's the new thing we'll do. We'll have a pre-show show, a little, little segment on the show before the actual show starts. And, um, yeah, we'll what do that. What are you going to call it? Chris's Corner? Yeah, you can get something Wait, like that. What's the difference between Chris's Corner and uh, the Big Bad Bruins Pod, anyways? Blacky sauce. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. The Big Bad, Bad Bruins Pod, where, um, you know, normally yeah. I'm speaking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is far more coherent and uh, informative as opposed to the conspiracy theories that you like to dish out and uh, hypotheticals and all that stuff. I have, so, I have a lot of them. Okay. Give me a hypothetical now. Right now. What happens from this point out for the Bruins? How far do they go? What is – look into your crystal ball, Chris. Rub your head a little bit. 
Look in the mirror, look in that crystal ball of yours, and tell me what happens to the Boston Bruins this season. Every, everything being healthy, or, or is that? No, I'm, I'm asking you. I'm asking you. You're 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 the you're the smart guy here. All right. I want you Long to tell way. me exactly what happens. Do they e- get- everyone who listens to our show remember what Ann just said. I'm the smart one here. Just remember that. Just remember it hasn't <laughs> hit. Remember the, that, it hasn't that, been that published is, yet, and I can I can scrub okay. that from the record. <laughs> that is on audio, people. Not this little. For now, I got you. For now, remember yeah, we're not now, live. Right? <laughs> exactly. Um, I think they can take a shot at it. I don't know if they're actually going to get it done, but you just need to get in and get hot at the right time. That's it. Hockey's one of those sports where anyone can win at any given time. Very rarely does the best team in the league win the cup. It's just not the way it works in hockey. So get in there and take a shot at it. I say second round maybe. They can compete for a conference final spot, I believe. No, see, here, here's here's the thing. I want you to tell me exactly what happens, not what might happen, Chris. Put your reputation on the line and tell me right now where this team ends. Um, and then they get bounced in the second round. Second round? All yeah. right. No, hey, look, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I'm just... Making sure you're putting yourself out on the limb on record. So, uh, so, what, so what about you? Hey, hey, this isn't the way it works. You just put Slacky on the line. Hey, what's your call? No, no, it is. It is how it works because I ask no, the questions no, around no, here. No, okay, all right. Kratzky's I'll, I'll let... going too. You ain't just gonna throw my ass. Oh out. man, you dropped Kratzky. Oh my god. Uh, simple. Right there. He went there. <laughs> so take your pick. Either Mike can go first or you. I don't care who, but one of you. I'll go first. Happening. Okay, go for it. I think they're going to lose to Washington. Uh, I think they're going to lose to Washington. What round? Some round. <laughs> no, uh, no, you no, didn't. no. Um, Remember? No, I'm trying. I'm, no, I'm making sure that uh, it, I'm just doing the math a little bit in my head. I think they make it to the conference final, but they lose. Um, okay. Okay. You know, again, I, 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 I think this makes because you know I'm not trying to forget that you know how good they were last year. I, I will go to my grave thinking. They were the team that got hurt the most by the stoppage of play. I thought they were yeah, on a. I, I, I yeah. thought they were on a B line, <laughs> pun intended, I guess, right. uh, a B line for the Stanley Cup final. Um, but you know, hey, them's the breaks. It's what happens. Uh, not as strong of a start, obviously, this year. Some some adjustments to be made. Um, I think this move eventually does work out. I, I I do believe this is going to work out. I don't think he's gonna you know score every game, but you know. There's there's enough motivating games against Buffalo for me to see him score a handful of goals and and use that to to carry him uh, carry his moment uh, carry that momentum into the playoffs and help this team win. So um, so yeah so yeah I I did it Chris I didn't fight about it I didn't give some you shoddy basically answer. Basically agreed with me so I mean, no no, no you said no second round I said I said conference round. finals I clearly have more confidence in the Bruins than so, you do. They're going to take care of potentially the Islanders and Washington so they're going out in the third you're saying. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Pay attention. Pay attention, Chris. Come on now. <laughs> well, it's you, so i got to take it with a grain of salt. Fair, um, fair, fair enough. I'll go, I'll go a step further. I think the downfall of the team will ultimately end up being their back end in the end. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see that for sure. Because again, I'm assuming Rask will be in there, and I don't think he's going to be a reason why they ever lose. Um, 
but yeah, I, I think maybe in anyways. What's that? Even if he is, you're not going to admit it anyway. No, well, look, I, the way I see it is he gets enough slack as it is. Uh, you know, he, if he has a bad yeah, game, I don't, hey, it is what it is. But uh, So what about what about you, Craddy? Are you going to go one step further? Who are you going to agree with? Are you going to have your own different opinion? What do you got? Where do I'm the Bruins going, finish? I'm going second-round exit. Second-round exit, all right. Second-round okay. second exit. Uh, I like this team. I think they improved. Speaking of Mike Riley, I just wanted to put the – specifics and high danger chances out there for the people who might have been wondering when I first brought it up. Evan Marinovsky tweeted this last night saying Mike Riley would currently rank first in the Bruins in five on five high danger ch- high danger chances. Mind you, he did this in Ottawa four with 118 on the season and second in five on five expected goals for a 24.01. Really solid driver of five on five offense. So for people who like that, I like that. We're like minded in this regard. Um yeah but with the current health situation, there's no perfectly predicting how mm. healthy they're going to be at certain points in the playoffs. Um, I think there's a chance that this this back injury or back injuries could linger with Tuka Rask. Um, I'm not going to say he's going to play terrible because I just don't think that'll happen if he's healthy. But with the uncertainty and you know, even in a healthier scenario – um, I, I see them losing in the second round this year. No, and that that's say They're perfectly capable of doing that. They team, seem to do that when they don't go to the finals. They lose in the second round. So, <clears throat> well, basically, qu- people, uh, me and Mike have them in the second and get them in the conference finals. So, uh, get ready for the uh, duck duck boat parade. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like that. That's what they'll do. They'll just go all the way, just totally dominate or something. Just like. like- just like, before we go, just like the University of Massachusetts, the national champions. I just want to throw that out there. You said Evan. I know he went to you. There's a lot of UMass love around here. So, uh, just I've never had a problem with UMass. I'm cool with it. I grew up a BC fan and recently a Merrimack fan growing there. Uh, going there, not growing there. <laughs> well, um, yeah, technically, I guess you did grow there. Yeah, right? I did yeah, grow you there. Grew. But um, Got there. yeah, I never really, I never really had many problems with UMass. Never much hatred growing <laughs> well, up. So they I, were never I really can, any good either. So yeah, trust me, I went part, there. <laughs> that's part of it. But I can, you know, I'm fine with it. Um, with UMass winning, good for them. First in school history, that's cool. Uh, you know, I like, I like that mindset that Carvel said. You know, he was honest about the team. You know, they're not the most talented bunch out there, but they got it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, they dealt with some COVID stuff too, and powered through it. Philip Lindbergh broke a standing record from Corey Schneider with four shutouts and seven <laughs> tournament games. That's preposterous. And yeah, I mean, you just got to give them credit and they beat St. Cloud state who knocked out BC. So yeah, I like that. Yeah. See, there you go. So, and, and of course, uh, don't ask me because my team can't win shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I was going to say you, you, you aren't among the folks like us, Chris. You're no, no. Hey, up. look, I, I can't say nothing. My team's never won the big one. They've they've choked away a few opportunities, though. Yeah, I fair. I, like I said, when you when you brought out because like uh, Evan and I have, have spoken about <laughs> UMass, I did spend some time there. If you don't know, so uh, I, I was very happy to see that. I definitely missed uh, being out there and kind of wished uh, this was pre-pandemic Southwest living area at UMass uh, after this I'll be game. A pilot, you oh. be a- People out there burn the couches and crap. Uh, check YouTube. I don't know if I'm actually on video, but there's. Uh, I was oh, there. Man. 
I was there. That was that was the prime man. That was. I, I'm gonna was... be searching high and low for that video now. Just <laughs> so I can see good, good, good. I hope you find it. Um, but no, look, this is gonna wrap today's show up. Uh, we'll see what happens later in the week. Maybe we'll, we'll sneak in another one later. But uh, we did want to get on here, talk about this trade deadline uh, for the Bruins. It was one of the bigger ones in more recent history. And who knows? Maybe in a few months we're talking about it as they hoist another Stanley Cup. Ten years, ten years almost after the fact so mike chris thank you very much for spending these wonderful 40 minutes uh together uh with me and talking some bruins we're definitely going to get you on here more mike uh, especially when i pull that audio of chris's nonsense from earlier today <laughs> and we can sit here and just you know laugh and enjoy it and listen to chris dig his grave even further so let them know where they can find you on twitter and uh all that fun stuff yeah, uh, good to be back. That was another fun episode, always fun. But you can find me on Twitter at Mike underscore Craddy for anybody who doesn't know how to spell the last name because it's not the most common one. C-R-A-T-T-Y, that's how it's spelled. Uh, you can follow the Sal and Craddy pod at Sal and Craddy pod, Savage and Craddy Sports Podcast, Full Press Network. We just dropped an episode yesterday. A lot has changed with the Bruins in particular and even the Patriots um, since we recorded yesterday. But, uh, yeah, you can follow us there, listen to the podcast, a bunch of different platforms. And, yeah, if you do, enjoy it. That's the goal. Absolutely. You can take a take a peek into the pre-Taylor Hall time with the latest yeah. episode of South. You can, you, can hear me, yeah. you can hear me just go, like, bananas in a bad way. I mean, I was, I was not very optimistic at that point in time. Well, good. My well, optimism is much higher now. Yeah, I was going to say, you were much more cheerier on this episode even – having to for listen sure. to Blackie's nonsense. So thank you, everyone, to, uh, for listening. Uh, we will be back uh, in the next week, coming days, whatever. We'll let you know. But give us a follow on Twitter at BigBadBruinsPod. I'm at I-G-L-E-N-31. He is at Chris underscore Blackie. That's B-L-A-C-K-E-Y. Have a great rest of your week, folks. Gear up for Bruins Sabres tomorrow, and let's hope Taylor Hall scores four goals. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you then.